This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings. Welcome to the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. I'm John Solberg and you know I'm your host. Happy to tell you today's show is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. Purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australia non-crossbred YLR9 plus briskets that are always, and I mean always, handpicked just for you. You know, the butcher shop has been retailing the finest meats for more than 15 years, and every week they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams that use the butcher shop win, and they win often. Even if you're not a competitor, you deserve the finer cuts in life. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to folks just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it's always hand-picked just for you. So let's review. The best competition briskets, they got that. The best pork selection, they got that. Giving you better overall options to cook at home, they got that down. So you give the butcher shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. You be sure to mention the Barbecue Central Show. They're going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the butcher shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australia non-crossbred Wivara 9 Plus briskets. And today we are going to take a jump back where Greg has on, for the very first time, Mike Lang from Another Pint, Please. Folks, football season's here. I wouldn't know that. I'm a Browns fan. Nevertheless, nevertheless... People love to do that tailgate thing, and no better expert to bring on this show than first-timer to the Barbecue Central Show Jungle and the creator of AnotherPintPlease.com, Mike Lang, joining me here on the show. Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Greg. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure, and appreciate you taking the time out tonight to uh, get this thing underway. So let me see if I can't resize you a little. There we go. That looks much better. Can you see us? together kind of like half and half right it's weird it looks good yeah good um all right so before we get into the the depths of tailgating and home gating and water gating and all this other stuff uh (laughs) talk to me a little bit about yourself like what's your background what do you do professionally and how did uh more importantly how did you get into this whole another pint please yeah i know uh funny enough professionally i'm actually a police sergeant down here in southwest ohio so uh southwest ohio like where uh, I'm a fellow Buckeye, my friend. I'm from Dayton. Look at you. All right. Go Bucks, because it's the only thing we got going for us. Football. Well, you <laughs> probably, you are you a Bengals fan? Uh, yes, by proximity. Oh, yeah. Right. Love the gingers down there. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm a cop by trade, and like a lot of us, uh, I go to my happy spot, which is the backyard, to grill, and that's really what kind of gets me through day in and day out. It's uh, For me, it's to entertain friends and family. I started the blog probably seven years ago as a kind of a way of outletting what I do for dinner. I've always had a knack for photography and video, and by talking about what I do and putting it online was a, a great outlet for me. 
Uh, the rest is kind of history. It just took off from there, and uh, that's still what I do day in and day out. So seven years you've been doing the blog here. Is it something that you ever aspire to be able to do full-time and you know hang up the weapons, or do you still really love being a law enforcement officer and this is going to remain a hobby for the foreseeable future? You know, I love what I do. I'm proud of what I do. Uh, but most certainly I've got to retire one day. It's a young man's game and retirement for me is not that far away. So uh, most certainly I kind of look towards the future. Uh, it's been nice uh, the last couple of years. I've had a lot of different opportunities. Uh, I also I work for Weber Grills. I blog for them. I'm their uh, quote unquote official grillographer. We see a lot of my work and photos on Weber's social channels. Uh, as well as do a lot of work for their print and uh, campaigns where I'll go and do all the grill work that you'll see in a lot of their commercials for television uh, or online. So uh, it's just been a lot of fun. I'm blessed for my career, but uh, as you can probably imagine, I also love cooking over live fire, and that's kind of my passion lately. Do you are, Does Weber reach out to you, or how do you, how do you kind of put that whole deal together? I mean, i, I got to imagine that's a lot of people's dream situation. Yeah, I know. I'm very, very lucky. Um, yeah, it's, it's a back and forth. Uh, I, I work for them from a freelance capacity. Uh, so I will put out regular content or content for them through their blog. Uh, and a lot of the pictures that you see typically through their social channels uh, are, are mine from another pint, please, or stuff I'm actually commissioning for them. Uh, so, yeah, it's a great relationship. It's a great company. And, of course, I absolutely love their grills. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And the customer service, uh, bar none, is best in the industry. And that's why I will continue to buy Weber in some capacity, probably until I end up going into the ground and then I can pass them along to the kids. Uh, Anotherpintplease.com is the website. Check it out here while we're talking. Especially check out the coolest video that I have seen in recent memory, which is the (laughs) go cam on the head and you're kind of getting the top down grilling whole uh, situation. I mean, you edit great. I mean, it was uh, super fun to watch. So I recommend everybody. So. From what we see, which is a great, again, editing job and and the whole production value of it, like how long does it take to film versus how much we actually get to see in the finished product? You know, for something like the the Night of the Grill video, uh, it was basically just grilling dinner, something about an hour probably. And then for that video, maybe an hour or so of editing. So unlike tailgating, which I recommend you plan for, that was kind of unplanned. You know, we all get that kind of hair and say, hey, let's do this. You know, it's raining. I'm going to cook dinner. I'm going to put a camera on my head and run around the back deck and hope something (laughs) comes out of it. And that's kind of what happened there. Uh, So yeah, a couple hours, you know, for two to three minutes, it's surprising how much goes into that. Oh, yeah. But it's a lot of fun. No doubt. Uh, We're talking with Mike Lang, and he's the creator of Another Pint Please. Anotherpintplease.com is the website. All right, Mike, so we're here to talk about tailgating tonight. As I mentioned, you know, we're into the professional football here, you know, almost four weeks now, whatever it is, maybe five weeks. Uh, The college football season has been going on. Uh, That's obviously well known for the tailgating as well. So it seems that maybe over the last, let's say, five to ten years, I wouldn't say tailgating has become more popular because, uh, but because of social media and the technology, you're seeing it in a much different way so it almost seems like it might have become more popular and uh more of the the in thing to do but the diehards of 20 years ago and 30 years ago they've been doing it like this forever and ever what do you like about tailgating uh and to start i guess where do you start to make a successful tailgate because you don't want to show up in a parking lot and fall flat (laughs) on your face unless you're drunk uh yeah that could be something totally different but you're right though i mean the biggest thing is a plan 
and not a plan the morning of, but days before. And I don't care if you're doing it for the game, you're doing it for an event at home, or you want to spend out time with your friends and your family, but get a plan, write it out. Uh, if it's you know particular cook times, depending upon what you're doing, multiple courses, figure out what those times are going to be, get everything together, and have a plan. As far as the plan is concerned, and perhaps more importantly, the menu, do you have to know your skill set first before you decide the menu? Because I'm guessing you probably don't want to think you're a much better cook than you are. And once you get to perform, you know, it's kind of like not uh, not rising to the occasion, if you will, and people are leaving disappointed, aside from yourself, who hasn't met expectation as well. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not going to choose an event like that to try something I've never grilled before. I typically want it to be things tried and true that I know. I know what my limitations are going to be, the limitations of where I'm going to be grilling. So certainly it's not the time to try that great new idea that you had a couple days ago after three or four beers and hope it's a a winning success because it probably will not be unless you plan for it and you prepare for it. Good tools of the trade when it comes to tailgating. Do you suggest... You know, the, the big rigs, do you suggest something that is more transient in size? What do you think works best, or, or what do you see that works best? You know, in terms of grill, of course, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Weber Q-Line. Uh, for such a small, portable grill, it is absolutely amazing how much power they have and how much versatility they have. Um, you know, over the last couple of years, I've actually grilled on cues in a lot of crazy places outside of parking lots. Uh, and every time that I've done it, they have totally blown out my expectations as far as what they're capable of doing. Charcoal is great. I love to cook on charcoal. But, of course, if you're talking about taking a grill someplace else, heating up coals, and dealing with live fire, it can be problematic at times, which is why the Q is a nice addition as a gas grill to give you flexibility, ease of transport, and ease of storage. So when it comes to the menu... A lot of people are going to think burgers. A lot of people are going to think hot dogs. Some people might get a little bit more exotic with some ribs or some half chickens or whatever. But you know, what do you what do you like to do? And what are some of those kind of out of the box items that aren't you know that don't require like a Michelin chef to prepare them, but <laughs> can kind of give you a little bit of a wow factor in front of the crowd? Mike Lang, another pint, please. Head over to the BBQCentralShow.com. Check out the rest of this show. Link in today's show notes. Hey, you want to know where I learned how to run a rotisserie? Mike Lang. Want to learn how I got started into planking? Mike Lang. Want to know why I start my everyday trying to be creative, taking a picture of the sky and putting up a temperature? Chasing Mike Lang. Go check it out. That guy can teach. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. Can't wait to talk to you again soon.